and welcome to the 128th episode of the Have Aloha Will Travel podcast powered by Hawaii Magazine. I am Catherine Todd Fox and we've also got Emily Smith. Hi Em, how are you doing? Hello, I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Happy Valentine's Day. We're recording on Valentine's Day. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day. Got any plans? Um, I'm actually going out to Waikiki for dinner tonight um, for sushi. Oh, good. Oh, how fitting since we're going to be talking about sushi in a second. Where are you going to go? I'm going to, um, I think how you pronounce it is like Zigu. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, I love that place. Yeah, it's like the Izakaya. I've never been there before, so I'm excited. Oh, you're going to love it. I it's I would say it's kind of a little hidden gem in Waikiki. Um, it's yeah, yeah Zaiku, it's so good. Okay, good. Because we're going to start talking about food in just a second. Um, this episode, we decided, we do this every so often on the podcast where we collect a bunch of reader questions and we answer it on the podcast. And I thought, you know, we had a good variety of questions that came in on various social media platforms. So we are going to answer your burning questions about Hawaii the best that we can. <laughs> Jeez. You ready to go? Yes, I am. Okay. We kind of have a lot. So uh, why don't you want to start with the first one and then we'll just bang through this whole list. We have 10 questions we're going to get through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, let's go. So the first question that we have is on Instagram from Miss Meadows 30 So they were saying that, or they were asking what are the best things to do or places to eat on the big island because... Um, they're going to be coming in the end of April for their honeymoon. So congratulations, first of all. Yeah, congratulations. Um, and thanks to everybody who's been asking us questions too, by the way. So best thing to do and place to see it on the big... So you know what the big question is? Like, where are you going to be on the big island? It is kind of a massive island. So it sort mm-hmm. of depends if you're flying into Kona um, or Hilo. And if you plan to eat, like if you plan to be everywhere, then we can answer your question. But you have any, we were just on the big island like a month ago. Yeah. I mean, when I think about the big island, I think about more of like sightseeing and more of nature. It's definitely like not a place for nightlife or going out and partying, (laughs) um, which is probably not what you want to do on your honeymoon anyways. So I think um, some of my favorite places to go would be like Volcano National Park. I think there's really nice views up there. Even when it's like not erupting, you can still do things like hike there. There's also a museum that I really like because you can learn more about the different volcanoes on the Big Island. But you can also learn about more about like the science behind like lava and like volcano eruptions. So it's super informative. Um, There's even like a lodge if you wanted to like stay up there. Um, I also really like Rainbow Falls. I think it's a really like pretty place to take photos and just like, sightsee for a little bit. It's not a place that you like spend a long time at. You can kind of like book it maybe for like 20 to 30 minutes. You probably don't even need it that much. Um, but yeah, just take photos there. It's a really photogenic place. And then I guess for me, like as for eats, um, this was my first time going to Two Ladies Kitchen when we went to Big Island, but I really enjoyed it there. Um, I would say my favorite thing to get was the mochi with Oreo inside. That was like, I 100% recommend everyone to get that one. <laughs> did you try the one with the brownie? Did you get that one? I did. I still like the Oreo one better. Although really? I do love the brownie 
one. I'm not saying that I don't love it, but I'm saying that the Oreo one is the best one. Huh. Yeah, I I, I will have to agree with you. Um, yeah, I do I do like my mochi with chocolate for some reason because that was delicious. Like the Oreo one was so good. Yeah, and it's okay. like Oreo's not even like um what is it, soggy on the inside. It's like still no. pretty crunchy. And I don't know how they do it because mochi's like pretty moist on the inside. So you would think that the Oreo would like suck up all the moisture, but no, it doesn't. It's super Magic. Good. What can I say? Um, I would imagine that. So I agree with everything you're saying, <clears throat> especially for flying into Hilo. Uh, it's it's really easy to get to Hawaii Volcanoes National Park. There's also Volcano Village where if you're planning to honeymoon, you can find some really cute secluded Airbnbs up in Volcano Village. And it's just the weather is really nice. It's usually cold and cozy. Um, even in April, it will be, you can like have a fireplace going. Uh, and there are some good restaurants, believe it or not, up in Volcano Village. So I think that area is really nice. If you are going to be spending time on the Kona or Kohala coast, there's a lot of great hotels, like Four Seasons Hualalai is there. Very exclusive, beautiful hotel um, right in the middle of like a lava field. They have outdoor sh- showers in your villa. It's really pretty. But there's a lot of restaurants and shopping up in like Waikoloa. And then Waimea is a great place to go and visit too. Again, another kind of hidden area. Um, it's more country and rural. There's not a whole lot of accommodations out in Waimea, but it's still really pretty. And I think as far as like places to eat, um, you know, there's a... We've written about this um, pop-up that happens every so often, so it'd be worth checking out. We can put it in our show notes, but it's called Na'au. And the chef, Brian Hirata, who is um, putting out these pop-up you know, dinners, is really about sourcing hyper-local. And his food, all of his dishes tell a story. And I feel like um, when you eat at one of his pop-up dinners, it's very experiential it's very um it's always intimate and the food is just very high quality but he's going to be there talking you through all the dishes and i think that's uh it makes it very special and then you and i ate at moon and turtle in hilo which was kind of a surprise like i've heard about moon and turtle i've eaten some of his food before but like to go there it really felt like a like a like a restaurant you would maybe eat in like at Napa or something. It was a very quaint, charming uh, restaurant. And it didn't like break our budget either, which was nice. No. Yeah. It was so cheap. Mm -hmm. And great food and great cocktails. So those would be our recommendations. We'll put them in our show notes. Um, So yeah, congrats. Let us know where you end up, by the way, Miss Meadows, which you're going to be like Mrs. Meadows 30. You're going to change your handle. Like, what do you do when you have them? Anyway. Let us know. Okay, number two. Um, this is also from Instagram. No, this is from Twitter or X. I guess you call it X now. Um, yes. At Bahamas, Hawaii. Wanted to know if you could snorkel close to shore. And this was in relation to a, a photo we had posted of a beach in Kihei. Um, yeah, I would say um, the Kihei beaches, which is on Maui, are, yeah, you can snorkel close to shore. I'm not sure what you're going to see because, of course, you know, the most marine life is going to be in reefs. And we do have a lot of nearshore reefs in Hawaii. Um, And in Kihei in particular, these are heavily used beaches. So I don't know if you're going to see a ton, a ton of fishes. 
um, and turtles, but you do see them off of Maui. So I would say, regardless of where you're going to be going on Maui, bring your snorkel gear because I feel like anywhere you can jump in the water and see some of Hawaii's tropical fish, and it's worth it. So you may as well try it. Okay. Should I do number three too? Yeah, go ahead. Also from X, Mara Luga, or M-A-R-A-L-U-G-G-A, wanted to know if people can visit Maui Kui'ai Estate Chocolate. And the reason for the question is their, their chocolate shop and factory and their farm are located um, in Lahaina, which as you all know, six months ago, Lahaina um, was destroyed with the devastating wildfires um, that killed now 101 people. We just got um, word today that the 101st victim was named. Anyway, um, yes, actually the fires did not destroy the shop and factory, so the factory tours are still open. There are no farm tours that we could see. Uh, I guess those are on hiatus right now, but they still offer their 90-minute factory tour. They also have a chocolate bar that you can go to. Um, They do pairings with wine, and there's like a jazz night too. You have to make reservations for that. So, Yes, their factory tour is open. Their shop is open. Highly recommend their chocolates. Exquisite. And if you can't make it out to Maui and you want to support Maui, you can go to their website, MauiChocolate.com, and order um, Maui-grown chocolate, and it's worth it. So, yes, it is open, and if you're going to be in town, please go. We've done it, and it's great. And we can put a link on our show notes about Maui Kuyai chocolate. So thanks for the question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the next question we have from, uh, I believe it's the Italian Inns um, on Instagram. And they had actually quite a few questions for us asking about some of our favorite spots here on Oahu in terms of favorite sushi places, favorite bars, mm-hmm. restaurants. So we're going to answer all of those. Um, so I guess the first one that they ended up asking was our favorite sushi place. So I can go first um, by saying I really like um, Tsurutontan, which is in the Royal Hawaiian Center in Waikiki. I really like it. It's actually an udon place. Um, that's how they market themselves. And they actually have like pretty um, unique udon there. They have like uni udon. It's not 100% like authentically Japanese sushi and authentically Japanese udon, but I think that they have some really unique Um, sushi pieces like for example they have a sea dragon roll and a paradise roll but they also do have some like authentic style um, Japanese sushi like they have the nigiris Um, they also have a California roll but I would say my personal favorite there is the Philly roll because they stuff it with cream cheese and it tastes so good Um, it sound very authentically um, Japanese (laughs) Yeah, that, it's definitely not authentically Japanese, um, but I will be talking about a restaurant that does sell authentic Japanese sushi. Um, but yeah, this is definitely my favorite place for like fun sushi, like a night out or a cute little like lunch date. I really like it here. Um, there's also like you can get really good sushi here even at Foodland Farms. Um, we just have really good sushi. Huh. So. I've never yeah, had sushi from Foodland Farm. You know what tripped me out? I went to Whole Foods yeah. and they had brown rice sushi, which I wasn't sure. It just seemed a little sacrilegious, but mm-hmm. I guess it's healthier for you. Um, okay. So my pick for sushi, I'm not a huge sushi person just to be like 
<laughs> just to be transparent. I kind of like my stuff cooked. But um, Maru Sushi, which is also in Waikiki, is great. Now, I'm bringing it up because it is closing, which I was really shocked to find out about this. But they're going to be closing at the end of or in the middle of August. Or maybe it's closed already. Hmm. I wonder if it's closed. Having a huh. They were supposed to close sometime like this year. Anyway, the reason I bring it up is because if they're still open, you should definitely go check them out. Um, they're in Omakase. They're very small, like 10 people. But their um, fish selection is very, very good. And they don't over-sauce their fish. I have a thing about over-saucing uh, fish. I, I like things to be sort of, you know, fresh tasting and minimal ingredients. And I feel like they do a good job with that. They might be closed. And if they're closed... And that is not really... Are they still open? Do you know? It says that they closed on August of last year. Oh, they did close. Well, never mind. You can't go. So my second pick would be... This is a little bit more of an off-the-beaten-path. Um, and it's a, it's a local favorite. It's called Mitch's Fish Market and Sushi Bar. And this is located closer to the airport, actually. It's very hole-in-the-wall. This is not fancy at all. You're not going to have an omakase experience. It's not going to be where people are going to be serving you and like, beautiful you know, um, in a beautiful setting, this is very much like you want to come because you know, the fish is going to be very, very good. And I feel like, um, because of their location and there's not a whole lot of like presentation that comes with it. I mean, it is presented well, but I find that their prices are pretty affordable. So that's Mitch's fish market and sushi bar. Of course, people are going to totally hate me for like giving away that one. But anyway, if you want really high quality fish at a good price and you don't care about the ambiance, that's your spot. That's really sad about Maru Sushi. They're really good. But anyway, okay. Was favorite bar next? So yep. Emily can't answer this because she just turned 21. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you would not, yeah. I, on the other hand, can answer this with authority. Um, we... You'd be surprised. Oahu has pretty good bars, and we do have a lot of, like, not a lot, but more, like, speakeasy hidden bars than you would think for um, a small town like ours. But I think my favorite bar, and when I think of bars, it has to be, like, great cocktails or, or like, you know, alcohol selection has to be great. But it also needs to have good food because I'm not a huge drinker. But there is something about sitting in a bar and eating great food and having that sort of ambiance. So one of my favorite spots is Pint and Jigger, which used to be on King Street in Mo'ili'ili. Very popular spot. Has since moved during COVID. It moved to the Alamana Hotel. So the Alamana Hotel, which is right next to the mall, was recently revitalized. And that included the addition of Pint and Jigger in its lobby. And it is so good their food is so good they have this great stout burger they have um an applewood like smoked double cut bacon with corn salsa that sounds very simplistic but it's not they have great pickles like everything about this place is just like all their food is great they do serve brunch on saturdays and sundays also excellent um they do scotch egg we had a scotch egg I think it's the first place I've ever had a scotch egg. You know what that is? No, no idea. 
Me neither. It's like this egg, and I think it's like soft-boiled, and it has like a crispy outer shell. Um, I don't know. It's amazing. Anyway, but they also do have outstanding cocktails, wine, local beers. Um, the owner is one of like the premier mixologists in Hawaii, Dave Newman. So his lineup is always excellent. So I would say that's a fun place. It's really lively. It's noisy. Um, if you like sports, they always have sports on. So it's it's really fun. And it's the food is great. So that's my pick. Pint and Jigger, Alamana Hotel. All right, next, restaurant. Favorite restaurant. That's a hard one because it kind of depends on what you want to eat. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, that is true. I mean, I'm just going to stick with like the sushi and Japanese theme just because my favorite food is Japanese food. Um, So I would say my favorite restaurant would be Restaurant Suntory. I really like it. It's it's in the Royal Hawaiian Center. As you can tell, I love it there, I guess. Um, Yeah, you do. Yeah, I mean, I go there all the time, but I really like it because their food is really authentically Japanese. And kind of going back to the whole like sushi question, to be honest, they have my favorite sushi because I think it's so authentic. It's like really soft sashimi that they have. Um, but it's not only sushi. You can actually like, I suggest that you order their um, set menus because they're exactly identical to the ones that you can get in Japan. Like you can get, you know, sushi on this side. You can get like a miso soup, some kind of grilled fish maybe some kind of like fried tempura or something. Um, so that would be, my suggestion would be to get the set menu. Um, and I just really like it there. It's very, it's decently priced for what it is. There's a lot of food that comes out. I think when I went, it was like maybe seven courses for what it was. So I think it ranges from like 95, which is like the cheapest set menu to like 185, which is like the most expensive one with the most amount of food that comes out. And their desserts are also really good. I had this, like, I don't even know what it was. It was, like, this matcha tiramisu or something. But it was so... um, But, yeah, it's just a really great experience. It's a little bit more, like, higher-end fancy inside, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, Mm -hmm. it gives you, like, a really authentic Japanese experience. And, like, I was really happy that I got to go there. I cannot narrow down my favorite restaurant. I mean, that is way too difficult for me. But I can tell you what is, um, if you are coming to town and you're a foodie, one of the places, there's so many restaurants, honestly. Um, But one of the places I feel like right now it's on everybody's radar is FET. And FET is located in Chinatown. um, And the uh, co-owner and and the chef, um, Robin Ma'i'i, just won the James Beard Award. She's the first woman to win it from Hawaii and the first... Uh, Native Hawaiian to win it, and and it's deserving. I mean, it's a it's a really cute little corner restaurant um, that serves a mix of American bistro, Italian, and Asian food. I don't know. I don't really know how to describe it, but it's it's a it's an amalgamation of these things. For example, she does a great carbonara, but she adds Portuguese sausage. Um, she does a, a fried chicken sandwich, but it's Korean fried chicken with kochujang sauce. Um, Robin is part Korean. So I feel like, um, every dish that she puts out there, not only is it, you know, she has a lot of, um, locally sourced ingredients, but she kind of like puts her little spin on everything. And I feel like I haven't had a bad meal at FET ever. 
And one of my favorite things, they do make their own ice cream and they have something called the Rocky, the Rocky Road to Hana ice cream, which uses chocolate that's from Hawaii, house-made marshmallows uh, and macadamia nuts. And it's, I mean, I usually get like three scoops of ice cream, which I think it only comes with one, but I ask for extra. Uh, anyway, if you do want to go to Fat because she won the James Beard and just in general, it's been a popular restaurant, you have to make reservations. Um, and what has been great about one of the great things about COVID, a lot of these restaurants, including Fat, do offer online or, um, ordering. So let's say you're in town, but you can't make reservations. You can definitely order online and pick it up. On, you, know, you know what I mean? And you can eat it somewhere else. So at least you can, you're able to taste her food. Um, but I would recommend going into the restaurant. It's so beautiful. It's that old red brick that Chinatown is known for. The bar is great. Um, I don't know. I like fat. It's on my list. There's a lot, though. And if you can't get into fat, there's so many great restaurants in Chinatown. Um, but yeah, we'll put all this in, in our show notes. There was one more. Was it takeout restaurant? Yeah, it was our favorite takeout place. Man, this is like the it's like twelve o'clock right now, and we're recording this. It's like such it's like it's like going to the grocery store before you had lunch. Like such a bad idea. But anyway, okay, go for it. What's your favorite takeout place? Is it going to be Japanese again? Yeah. Well, is, no, right? I have two. I have two. Okay. Um, so the first one is Japanese. I just can't choose because I love taking food out all the time. Why? Um, because I don't like to cook. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So I love taking food out. Um, so my first one would be, I love the Magro Brothers. Um, I talked to Kat yeah. about them before, but they have one in Waikiki and they also have one in Chinatown too, but they have the best sashimi on top of like sushi rice, which is rice mixed with vinegar. Um, their sushi or their sashimi is so high quality and it's so good. You can get add-ons. Like I always get the uni add-on and it's pretty decently priced. You get like a little bit of probably like a a ball size of uni for wow. six to $8. So it's, yeah, it's like really decently priced. Um, it's really delicious and it's in a really good location. There's actually a little bit of seating inside as well if you wanted to sit there. Um, and then my next favorite takeout place would be Feast. I love their oh, lobster. I love Feast. I totally forgot yeah. about Feast. I know. <sighs> Feast is like Feast is actually known for their lobster rolls, and I think that they have the best lobster rolls on the island. There's also Royal Lobster, which is like right by Maguro Bros. If you just want to pick food up there and then go right next door. But I would definitely say Feast has like the most high quality um, lobster. It's not rubbery. It doesn't taste like rubber either. They mix it in with mayonnaise. Their bread is like perfect. Um, they're located in Manoa, but you can also get them at the KCC Farmer's Market every Saturday if you want to get it there. Man, you are like the takeout queen. Yeah, I know exactly where they're located <laughs> all over. <laughs> Oh my God, that's so awesome. Oh, so this was hard for me because <clears throat> I feel like so many restaurants do take out anyway. Um, I would say, I mean, I think a lot of, if you are a frequent listener to the podcast, I mean, I'm always at Rainbow Drive-In and that's right off of Kapahulu outside of Waikiki. And I'm there a lot because I surf in Waikiki and it's kind of been my go-to. I will say they have um, added a lot of new dishes to their menu now that the um 
the founder's grandson has taken over maybe like, I don't know, a handful of years ago. And he's young. I mean, when I say he's young, he's like between your age and my age. And he's um, added a bunch of new breakfast items like uh, crispy fried waffles and um, different flavors of pancakes. And he has been adding more and more like specials to the menu. So if you haven't been to Rainbows in a while, it's worth checking out just because I feel like they've added new things. So like if you love your mixed plate or you love your boneless chicken, like you can get that, but you can also try other things. One of the things that my husband and I are like obsessed with is they, they started doing tater tots smothered in their chili. Like it's so ridiculous. It's like so bad. I think like, I feel like I'm probably losing years of my life when I eat it, but it's so good. And I'm, I'm here for it. So chili tots, big fan rainbow drive-in. That's my go-to. Okay. So yeah, thanks for all those questions. Um, just a reminder, we do have our reader's choice issue coming out in April, which will list all of our readers' favorite picks of places to eat too. So check that out when it comes out in April. But um, yeah, those are just our picks, which, you know, if you ask this tomorrow, it might be different. Honestly, it depends on how I feel. It's true. It is true. Okay. Instagram. We had another question from Jane B 49 which was um, best places to stay on Maui. So um, I have a few and it really just depends on why you're coming and who you're coming with. So for example, um, I think the Four Seasons Wailea is one of those hotels for everyone. I mean, it's a little bit on the pricier side. It is a Four Seasons, but because it is a Four Seasons, you're going to get very, very high quality service. Um, And what's nice about Wailea is that if you have a family they have the best pools. Like they have slides and it's just fun. And I went with my kid when he was, um, when he was like still like wearing diapers and we had a great time and he remembers the pools. So I think Four Seasons Wailea, if you're going as a couple, you're going with your friends or you're going with like a family, that's probably a great choice. Same with Kaanapali Beach Resort, which is a little less expensive. But if you're looking for a place where you feel like family. It was recently acquired by Outrigger. Um, Maui Brewing opened up in, in, in the space for its signature restaurant. So it does have more of a laid back, family friendly atmosphere. It's close to everything in Kaanapali, which is great. Um, if you're coming on a romantic getaway, I would say Hotel Wailea. It's an adults only resort. So you're not going to have kids running around. Um, which is great if you want to get away from your children or other people's children. And they have a really, um, they have a very nice restaurant there as well, but that's really an escape. And I feel like it's more set up for romance. Um, Fairmont Kehlani just recently updated their cultural experiences. So if you're looking for culture or you're looking for um, sort of on property activities, I think the Fairmont Kehlani has really put a lot of emphasis on, on their cultural programming. And then if you're just here to like relax, chill out, unplug, whatever, um, Lumeria Maui is another great option. It's really like this health and wellness, um, not escape, like a retreat, I guess. So there's yoga classes. The onsite restaurant does like all these healthy options. Um, it's just a nice place. I don't think there's TVs in the room. It's just one of those places you would just unplug um, and get away from your life. And it's also centrally located. It's right between Makawao and Pa'ia. So 
lots of things to do. Anyway, those are my Maui picks. Um, hopefully that helps you out. We'll have all this in our show notes. And we got to get you to Maui, Emily, so we can. Yeah, I know. We need to go soon. I want to go to Maui so bad. We are going to go to Maui. And I will take you to all my favorite places. Anyway, the next one is also something that I need to answer. Because it's best surf school. (laughs) And Emily has no opinion of this. Um, The Italian uh, inns on Instagram wanted to know the best surf school. Also challenging, I would say um, there's two that I really like in Waikiki. One is the Waikiki Beach Services. Um, The reason I like them is because they sort of like have this essence of the traditional beach boys and they have, they sort of perpetuate that culture. They do everything They're They have kiosks at the Royal Hawaiian at the Sheraton Waikiki, but they'll do everything from surf lessons to canoe rides um, to beach rentals. And I just feel like um, if you want that sort of like traditional beach boy experience, they're great. Now for those of you who are maybe a little bit further along in your surfing, I would recommend um, Kai Salas, who just won the 2023 World Longboard Champion. He's also, you know, from Oahu. He has a school called Pro Surf School Hawaii. He'll do private lessons with you if you are already sort of an advanced surfer and he'll take you out. Um, And he's also really great with kids. So if you have like little ones that want to learn how to surf, I think he takes them as young as eight, maybe. Um, And he does surf camps even where you can like, drop your kid off and your kid can just like surf for six hours. So if you have a family, um, I think they're worth checking out. And if you want to get better at your own surfing, I think Kai Salas is great. Yeah. Those are my picks. Awesome. Okay. So the last question that we have was from Facebook from, uh, Gerald Lewis. Um, they were asking, are there any affordable hotels, which are not in Waikiki? Um, they don't want a resort, just a place to stay while they visit, which is definitely understandable. Um, there definitely are some affordable places in Waikiki, too. Um, for example, there's like Hotel Renew, which I really enjoyed um, when I stayed at last time. It was super affordable, friendly staff. It's also pet friendly, so I brought my dog with me. I think you just have to pay an extra $35, um, which is really reasonable. I think a lot of hotels actually charge over like $75 for your pet to stay with you, so... Again, it was a really decent price, but in terms of hotels that are not in Waikiki, there's kind of two that come into my mind. So the first one would be the Hampton Inn Suites um, by Hilton. Uh, it's mm-hmm. one in Kapolei, and it's right where um, Kamakalali'i is. It's like right at the mall. Um, so the thing that you should know about this is that you'll probably either need to take the bus or you'll just need to rent a car just because it is about... I'd say 40, 45 minutes away from Waikiki, but it isn't a pretty convenient location. They're trying to make Kapolei like a little bit more of a city. So there is, you know, a shopping mall there. There's places like Foodland and places to eat. So it's convenient. Um, But in terms of somewhere near Waikiki, I definitely, I like the Alamoana Hotel. It's again, super convenient. It's like right next to Waikiki, but not super busy. It's also right next to Ala Moana Center, so there's a lot of places for you to shop, eat, just kind of walk around. There's also Ala Moana Beach Park right across, um, which is really pretty. So overall, it's a really convenient, clean, and nice and affordable hotel. 
Um, but yeah, we also have like a, a article on our website called 10 of our favorite budget hotels on Oahu that you can have a look at where we have 10 budget friendly hotels on there. Yeah. And I would agree with you with all Moana hotels, especially if you're not in, like if you really don't want to be in the heart of Waikiki, but nearby, I think that's a great option. Plus if you're not renting a car, um, it's like there, it's like so central, Alamana um, shopping center is right there. And it's, that's sort of like one of the main hubs for our um, bus system. So I feel like that's, and there's the parks across the street. Like there's a lot to do um, within walking distance. One of the other hotels that I really think is, I mean, it's in our um, list that Emily mentioned, but it's the courtyard Oahu North shore. It's run by Marriott and it's the old, if you remember, any of you have come to Oahu before it's old La EA Inn, and it's a, it's, it's a cute little hotel in La Ie, which is like on the way to the North Shore. It's by Kahuku. And I like it because, I mean, I've had friends at staycation there who live on Oahu and just decided they wanted to staycation there. So Turtle Bay Resort is nearby. They're a little upscale. Um, and I mean, you're, you're looking for budget. I feel like the courtyard is a great option. They have a great pool and you're so close to the North Shore. But you're not, you don't have to drive all the way in from Waikiki. So if you're looking to spend time on the North Shore, but you don't want to, you know, maybe you don't want the Turtle Bay experience. It's a little bit out of your price range. I feel like that Courtyard Hotel is great. It's small. It's quiet. Um, a lot of families from, from Brigham Young University Hawaii campus will stay there. So it's a, I think it's a great option. It's near the beaches. It's just a little different, you know. But if you're really looking at just getting away, but you want to be near, I don't know, like a shrimp truck and a beach or something, um, that's a great option. So, yeah. Man, these are great questions. Yeah, I feel like we oh. went through a lot. We did. <laughs> now I have to remember what all of our answers were so I can put in the show notes anyway. But please keep sending us questions. Um, we hope to do more of these as we progress on. I know that as you guys plan your trips to Hawaii, questions might may come up. So please email us at media at hawaiimagazine.com or you can DM us on all of our social media platforms. Uh, and please leave messages or comments or rate us on whatever platform you're listening to our podcast on. We really appreciate all the feedback and all the love and support that we've had over the past, geez, like three years now. Um, yeah. Anything else, Emily, before we sign off? Yeah, no, other than that, just please follow our platforms, um, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. They're all at Hawaii Magazine, so super easy for you to check us out on there. Yes, and subscribe to our magazine if you want. Go to our website, hawaiimagazine.com. We have a lot of information for you if you're planning a trip to Hawaii. And uh, yeah, our Reader's Choice Awards magazine, our issue, will be coming out very shortly. We're very excited about it. So stay tuned for that. Again, thanks for joining us, M. Nice to see you. Mm -hmm. Yes, and, thank uh, you. We will, we will see you guys in two weeks. Bye.